Welcome to the Change Agents Podcast with your host, Tracy V. Allen, social enterprise and small business funding strategist and the owner of TVA Consulting Group. The Change Agents Podcast is about empowering change agents, social entrepreneurs, social enterprises, and nonprofits with the knowledge, skills, strategies, and concepts needed to design, build, and fund their social ventures. Hi, Change Agents, and welcome to Season 2 of Mission Impact Series. Mission Impact Series is a podcast that helps your company find the breadth of opportunities in every moment to create impact with two of the wittiest, smartest, and most innovative people in social good, Tracy V. Allen and Ty Boone. This podcast is perfect for businesses and organizations of all types, and our lineup of topics discussed through strategic storytelling will keep you interested in coming back for more. Okay, hey everyone and welcome to the Mission Impact Series with Tracy D. Allen and Ty Boone. Today we're going to be talking about DEI, diversity, equity, and inclusion, and how this can affect the culture of your funding. Because you know it all goes back to money, right? So we're going to talk about why diversity and inclusion is important, and how culture also affects your funding as well. So, Ty, do you want to get started? Yeah. Hey, it definitely all goes back to money. Right? <laughs> Everything is about the money, and you and we have, we're living in you know a social environment, social climate where diversity, equity, and inclusion is at the top of everyone's thoughts even though a lot of people don't quite understand what it means, right? Mm -hmm. Um, Right now, as of late, almost every application that I've seen, just like that sustainability question, will have a question about the diversity diversity of your organization, you know, how your board members, what's the makeup, what's asking for diversity tables and charts, right? And what a lot of people think that means, especially in, when you're talking about, you know, people of color, right? Right. (laughs) We're thinking that, oh, that means how many black people do you have on your on your board or how many uh how many women do you have in your on your staff not necessarily just that it's that and some more right um where you have different cultures you have different people with different beliefs you have people with different skin color you have people with different attitudes we're talking about all of it right and how is your how does your organization represent that mix if that mix is appropriate for your organization and i think that's another thing that we have to think about where you might have an organization that serves, um, you know, people of color, where everybody on your, nobody on your board represents people of color, right? Um, whether that you could be a person of color and still not represent people of color, so you want to make sure that you ask the right questions when you're um, asking for people to be a part of your team when you're interviewing your staff. Um, and you have to be careful at the same time, right? There's there's certain certain ways, some, certain things that you can't talk about um, in an interview. There's certain things that you can't bring to the table um, in fear of something like discrimination. But discrimin- it all goes back to discrimination, which leads us to the money because you don't want to be one of those organizations that are put up front for, for discriminatory acts because that stops your money, right? You don't want to be uh, presenting or trying to represent a certain culture or certain community when there's no one there that really represents that community. You don't want to have a business 
um, that is closed off to certain people, especially if you're trying to, you're saying that you're in it for social impact and you're trying to serve the public, those are just things that are just not acceptable. I agree. And I like that you said diversity is more than just color or gender. Because a lot of people, when they think about diversity, equity, and inclusion, they think Black, Hispanic, people of color, and then they think about gender, male or female, right? Um, and it goes way beyond that. Um, so when you're going to create some type of a board, which leads to funding, because your board leads to funding, that's part of their job, is to help you to fundraise, I think you really need to sit down and have a strategy session to really map out what your board is going to look like, how diverse your board is going to be. And like Ty said, because it goes beyond um, gender and skin complexion, you have to think about how that board represents the community that you're trying to serve. So on that board, there needs to be someone who's deep rooted in the community, whether the person has money or not, because you need that person as a liaison to the community, right? You need people who are aligned with what it is that you are going to be um, championing. So if you're championing um, filling that educational gap, then you need to have someone in the education system on your board, right? You need to have other people on your board who deal with children on a regular basis. That is what we mean by diversity. It's not just male or female, white or black or Hispanic. It's about having a cross section of the community sitting on that board, helping you to make decisions and impacting the community. And that is where the funders, that's what the funders are looking for. When they talk about diversity, I really, really want to make sure that you understand it's not just about skin complexion and it's not about that person's gender. It's about economic standing. It's about um, how they serve the community, what place they have in the community and what they can do to help elevate your cause, bring awareness to it and help you to um, raise funds. Exactly. And, you know, there's, there's a lot, you know, about community engagement and community involvement that you'll see in a lot of funding applications and a lot of, you know, award notices. That also has a lot to do with DEI, because how involved can you be in the community if your board or your staff is not representative of the community? Will they accept you into the community? Can you really do the job and create the impact that you're wanting to create um, if you're not rep representing the community? Um, I remember when I worked at on the university, and we had we, there was a research trial that we were working on for colon cancer among African American men, right? Um, when I got there, we you had a lot of you know individuals who were not African American who were going out to the VA trying to get folks to come in to, to test for colon cancer, and they were just resistant, right? Because that you know this doesn't fit in the community. Was a trust factor. Right. It's like, okay, who are these people? Like, and trying to get me over here to do this thing. So I ended up hiring, like, a young African-American guy, right? And he was kind of old school. So, yeah, he was the perfect person to go over here because he'd like to talk all day, kind of like me, right? Um, but, but even I wasn't a good fit because we're trying to get African-American males to come in, right? right. And, they're trying, and, and there's certain things that they may not be be um, comfortable talking with me about. You're talking about colon screen, cancer screening and, and, and uh, you know, colonoscopies and flexible sigmoidoscopies and things like that that they may not want to talk to me about right there. Um, but he was able to get in there and have conversations and know how to start the conversation and know how to engage the community that we were trying to serve so that we could actually do the work that we were set out to do. Now, on the back end of this thing where I was there and 
P.I. was there. We were all kind of from everywhere, from all walks of life, but we were put in places that we were most beneficial, right? So, you know, where the, the, the P.I. was from Lebanon, where he, he couldn't go over here and have the conversation because the culture didn't fit, mm-hmm. but because of his expertise and his experience, he was the perfect person to conduct trials, right? right? So you want so you want to be to know who you're working with and know where they're best fitted, um, not just because they're one color or one gender or you know one identity or whatever, but you want to know what you're looking for, what your goals are in the community, and who are the best people to help you to reach those goals, um, and ensuring that there's diverse mix when you do this for your entire team. Right, because like I work with an organization that um. It's a Black-led organization. So when we talk about diversity, equity, and inclusion, one of the things that they ask is, so do you mean that we have to have a white person on the board? And I'm like, no, that's not what diversity, equity, and inclusion okay. means, right? Um, so if it's a Black-led organization, it's fine to have all Black people on your board, right? But the dynamics of the people that are sitting on the board is what matters. Basically, just like what you said. And what I said earlier, people who can connect with the community, people who are have the ability to raise funds, people who have connections to politicians, people who have connections to bankers, people, you know, that's the diversity that they're looking for. People at different educational levels. If you're dealing with entrepreneurs, then you would want some entrepreneurs on your board, some entrepreneurs that have influence, right? You may want a banker on your board. You may want a, a lawyer on your board. So that's really and truly what diversity, equity, and inclusion means when it comes to your board and funding. That is what they're looking at. They're looking to make sure you have a good cross-section, not your friends, not your family members, not all girl over there who's going not let you, um, who's going to let you make all the decisions that you want to make and not really govern the board the way the board is supposed to govern the organization. That is not what diversity means. Diversity is for the betterment and the uplifting of the organization in a financial capacity. Mm-hmm. And I love it how you how you swing it to the board in this way because you know when you're looking when you're trying to raise funds and you're trying to attract the right sponsor or donor, they want somebody who can speak their language, mm-hmm. right? No matter what their language is, if you have donors and you have sponsors and you have support at different levels. So if I'm trying to get a, a super donor, someone you know who's VP of whatever bank or whatever, I need some one on my board who knows how. Bank VP speak right, right? Mm-hmm. Because who's gonna approach this this particular or this prospective donor? Who's gonna know how to communicate with them on a on a level that they understand and that's gonna make them more likely to give you funds? Someone who is at that level, you know. A lot of times we'll come in and we'll and we and we have problems with our board and we're saying they won't help us fundraise, they won't help us do this. But look at who you have there. You know, are they and what you're trying to get at? So if you're trying to raise money, if you're trying to do a Facebook fundraiser, we're just posting that up there and say, okay, somebody give me some money. Um, you know, I don't want to talk about that right now. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but you know, you're just kind of doing that. But if you're trying to go after you know, a fifty thousand dollar gift and you have people on your board who don't speak fifty thousand dollar languages, then it's going to be harder to get someone at that level to contribute to your. Organization. I like that. 
you don't have someone on your board who speaks fifty thousand dollar languages or hundred thousand dollar languages or two hundred and fifty. I like that because that's the truth. You have to be able to speak the lingo of the person that you're going after for funding. So I have a, I can just give you an example. I have a client and I told her, hey, listen, um, you might need to curve the way that you approach people because you, when I look at your videos and stuff, sometimes they come off a little aggressive. And um, she was like, well, <laughs> who don't like it, doesn't like it. But I'm like, if you're really going after funders, you you have to, I'm not telling you to change who you are, but you have to tame who you are or, you know, adjust a little bit to speak the language for that period of time for that person to buy into what you're selling. So you're right. You have to speak that language. You have to speak the money language. Right. For their audience. Right. Know. Sponsors, they they talking money. They live money every day. Mm -hmm. But they want to know what their investment is about. They want to know what the return on the investment is. All these things that, and not to say that people who aren't you know li living in those tax brackets don't understand it, but can you communicate the way that they need for you to communicate um, if you're not representing that same segment of the community that they are representing. And this is why diversity is important because you'll, you'll have a mix. You don't want everybody on your board to be that person, right? But you want to have a mix of people because there, there might be somebody on your board who, who who needs to chair the Facebook fundraiser. There may be somebody on your board who needs to uh, just approach entrepreneurs and small business owners, you know? Um, but you need to know who they are so that you can kind of direct them accordingly when it comes to things like fundraising. Right, and that goes right into what we were talking about, culture. That goes right into the culture. You have to set the culture for your the people who are going to be surrounding you that are going to help you get to funding, right? So from the very beginning, you have to set a culture of giving and getting and, 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 and soliciting. Mm -hmm. That culture has to be set from the very beginning. And I know that you've had this issue and I've had this issue where you meet people who have who run nonprofit organizations, or in my case, social entrepreneurs or social enterprises, and they can't get their boards to fundraise. And when you start doing your assessment to figure out, well, what's going on with this board, that culture, those expectations were never set from the very beginning. Right. And now that you're in financial peril, you are trying to get them to do something that they never signed up for. Mm -hmm. Right. So setting that culture, setting those expectations early on, then avoids the problems later on. And not only that they never signed up for that, that they're not accustomed to, depending on who that too. Right? Mm -hmm. so you're, if you're getting your mom and your cousin and all these people, there's a certain mentality for certain people, right? And they're, they're thinking, okay, this is this is my daughter. I don't have to really give my own gifts. So I'm not accustomed to doing this thing. This is not what I practice. But if you're getting people who understand what giving look, what looks like, Right, who know that hey, in order to run this organization, we're supposed to give. They'll come to you and say, hey, what are we supposed to give? Like, what, what, is, what is the fundraiser? When, because they understand that this is how it works. A lot of times, a lot of leaders, especially when we're lone leaders and we're starting out without the appropriate foundation ourselves, we don't know what kind of culture to set. Right, and we're like, we're just starting these businesses, and we're like, well, somebody's gonna give us some money. We need a board because the state says we need a board, and we keep it moving. 
And then when it comes, when it's time to, to fund something, you're, you're panicking. And then you're mad at the board talking about how can I fire people from my board because they're not helping me fundraise. Well, you never set it up. You never set it up. They, right. they didn't know. Right. And you didn't know. Yep. Yeah. So I think that's it for diversity, equity, inclusion, and how it relates to the culture of funding. Right. Um, set expectations. Remember that diversity, equity, inclusion doesn't just mean gender and color. It also um, has to do with, um, you know, where people stand economically, where they stand on an educational level and influence within the community that you're serving. So everything, attitude, knowledge, <laughs> yes. this goes into it because, yeah. you know, it's like you said, it's just the essence of culture. Mm-hmm. Everything is kind of poured into this. You know, what what is my what is my attitude toward fundraising? And you might want to ask that question. <laughs> when you yeah. your, what is your attitude? How do you feel about fundraising? Oh, I'm I'm not really good at that. Well, well I find most people don't even do um an interview. They just say, Hey, do you want to be on my board? And that's it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so that's but that's a conversation for another day. <laughs> organization that I've been a part of has those questions up front and you're just not going to walk in here and be on my board. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, it's a whole thing. It's like, it's like getting into a fraternity, right? <laughs> you got, like, it's like a whole, it's a whole situation. And I, and I think this is why a lot of us are missing the mark because we don't do that. We're just in a hurry to get up and get started. And we're leaving out these very important pieces. Exactly. All right, so you know what we're talking about next time then. We're going to be talking about the board, how to really choose your board members and questions that you should be asking when choosing your board members. <laughs> so, until next time, everyone. Bye-bye. Okay, change agents. Thank you for joining me today. And remember, there's someone in your community that is waiting for the programs and services that you provide, and it is your responsibility to make sure you get it right. Until next time, have a great day.